What did I just say? Are you sure it's not your turn? No, I'm fucking positive. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Sarah. And, and we're too, too drunk, drunk to check. To trek. <laughs> I think you might have said check. To check. To check off. Check off. I'm too drunk to check off. I am too drunk to check off in this episode. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you should check off. Yeah, maybe he should check off and stop hanging up on that girl. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, This episode is called The Apple. Yes, it is The Apple. And before we even watched this sober, Sarah was like... I think it's called the Kirk. And then I was like, what? And she goes, you know the joke, if you hold your tongue. <laughs> I think it's called the apple. <laughs> it's the apple. It's the, the apple. The it's Kirk. the apple. And the this only is- reason that I understand that I remember <laughs> that this is the apple is because of Sarah's joke. I mean, it does kind of make <laughs> sense. It gets there. I oh, yeah. round about they the only thing is, see it in the first, like, 15, 20 minutes. They come back around to it at the end. And I think that, honestly, we're not going to get into it yet, but it could be a good talking point, And instead, they turn it into a fucking joke, and I hate it. Whack-a-dish-mack-a-da-do. Not just a joke, but a speciesist joke. So let's get into Whack-a-dish-mack-a-da-do. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, we are on a planet with bright orange sky, which I'm mentioning because it's orange when it's in the background. But anytime we end up looking up at it later, which does happen, it's not orange anymore. And it happens a lot. And they clearly just recorded a storm rolling in over, say, the prairies. And then yeah. <laughs> it's like rolling in so that you know that a thing's happening. And then at other points that it rolls out but it's always these beautiful blue skies that you can see in between the storm clouds but if unless they're looking directly up showing this to you intentionally it's always a very orange it's orange background. sky on the yep. horizon yep and it's like if it's going to be an orange sky on the horizon just put a fucking filter over the storm scenes like, yeah it's not that goddamn hard i can orange clouds i think i'll still understand like i understand that you know in the 60s they weren't that sophisticated so maybe they couldn't just like isolate the blue make it orange but just Mm. put slap an orange sticker over top of it every single frame just like take a yellow or an orange highlighter yeah turn it orange like i don't fucking know look yeah but i'm still gonna know what you're going for yeah it's gonna be fine so we have uh, the first landing party come down because there are two, and it's Kirk and Chekhov and some blonde guy and another red shirt and another red shirt. <laughs> They're definitely just red shirts, guys. And um, and this blonde chick who Marta. has Martel. Is that her name? Marta. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Marta. I did not write her name down because I'm She's a monster. Very tall. She is very tall. She is very blonde. And she has like, so the first description I said, it was like a beehive with a ponytail. And then Carrie said, well, it's a high pony. And then I decided that it's a hive pony. It's the only way to 
the only way to describe it. They definitely put just a beehive made of braids with a ponytail sticking out. Yeah, it's a tight ponytail up. Like it is. Oh yeah. Fucking like she probably she she has a headache. I guarantee she definitely, it. Yeah. And, and then they she, put the thing on big blonde yeah. ponytail. No explanation of who she is or why she's there. She's just nope. a yeoman. That's all we know. And she is, she's just come down with them. And then we get another landing party that is Bones and a couple other red shirts. And Kirk is wearing his casual wear. It's not important, but it is important because I do, I just like that shirt more. Only important because Sarah likes it. Yep. And so I'm going to point it out. He's wearing like the avocado shirt that has the wrap with the uh, Starfleet emblem. emblem on the bottom. It just like sticks. To- it's so good. It's, a- it's Velcro. Yeah. It's ahead of its time is what I'm going to say. <laughs> um, and they are researching stuff on this planet. It's like a very bountiful planet. They were sent there by Starfleet to do it. Um, and they're talking about how maybe they could even like settle down here. Um, but they're getting some strange sensor readings. And they are investigating. And Spock's like, well, this is very fertile. One. Like, look at all these fruits and check out this soil. And somehow he knows that everywhere on this planet is just like 76 degrees all the time. The tricorder readings. The (laughs) polar, even the polar regions are 76 degrees. All the time. All the time. Everything on this planet is perfectly, tropically wonderful. It's almost like a garden. Like yeah, a it's like a like, like a garden. Paradise garden. What would you call a paradise garden? Like a good question. Like a ah, like a garden of something. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's a garden of something. Something. A garden they of do, they do say it's like the Garden of Eden and Chekhov. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> Chekhov is like Oh, yeah, it looks like Mother Russia. Mother Russia. And then he's like, oh, it's very similar. <laughs> like, yeah, very. Very similar. We, dis- we really discovered, because he keeps saying very. Very. So but it's very. Like, he does not. It's very similar. Very. Mm-hmm. He always says it with a W. Oh, and God. so Chekhov is convinced that this looks just like Mother Russia. Mother Russia. And Turk is like, uh. Are you sure about that? He's like, oh, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This is just like outside of uh, Moscow. He, says he, he makes a point that the Garden of Eden was just outside of Moscow. Yeah, it's just outside. It's something that he says. Yeah. And Adam and Eve like, must have been real sad to have to leave fucking Moscow. He did say that. Um, and then uh, they are discussing how there's a village nearby. And then there's this one plant, and I got so excited when it fucking moved, guys. I was like, this is it. It's another coming plant. I'm so excited. <laughs> like, spoilers, it was. It was. It like turns towards a red shirt, and the red shirt's like, guys, look at this. And then it was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then there's smoke. And then the, the, the red shirt just it's like has pollen. It's pollen. It's pollen. It's like, Ugh. oh, excuse yeah. me. Like, we saw that plant's vinegar strokes. Yeah. We did. And he has, <laughs> you can't see Carrie's face, but it's good. <laughs> it looks like vinegar strokes. 
It does. Like if you're smelling vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the red shirt whose name I never got, uh, he's, he's got all these yellow like things in his chest that have shot out of this plant at him. Um, and he falls to the ground and bones like runs up to him, checks his pulse. And he's like, I guess he's dead. Fucking yeah, fuck sorry him. guys. Yeah. This dude's dead. And then Kirk comes up and he's like, did someone what? say that this looked like paradise? Oh God. It's really dumb. That actually and that's our intro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is this paradise? No. Is this what paradise looks like to you? I mean, it Whoever. does, actually. Yeah, maybe. that dead guy over there. Except for when that one guy died. Yeah. Um, then we get the intro yeah. that we definitely listen to every single time because we don't want to chug because I drink gin. Yeah. I, I don't want to chug it. I do want to point out in the sober watch through, we don't listen to it because we're not playing the drinking game oh. and I don't fucking want to sit there for three extra minutes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Though I also kind of love it, I don't need it. Um, we get a captain's log. I don't that, want it. I just need it. I just need it. Yeah. Um, okay. they're talking about how somebody's died. This planet's uh, supposed captain's to be- log. The year is three seven one five point three. I'm sorry. The year. The whatever it is. Star date. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Carrie. Excuse I me. <laughs> um, <laughs> star date the star date <laughs> yeah uh, I can't okay. read my writing it's okay so Bones uh, is taking some samples from this dead guy's chest that he he literally made this is important no attempt to save him no not at all he didn't do anything he just checked his pulse and said this guy's dead Um, and then Scotty calls down and he says there's some sort of problem on ship may have been caused by the planet he's like nothing to really worry about and losing some potency in our power bank yeah i don't think it's like serious he's like okay but you don't think it's serious this is kirk you but you don't think it's serious and then scotty's like well well i'm not gonna say it's not serious but it's not not serious so not not serious yeah Um, we're probably fine i bet and it's caused by the planet um he's but then scotty's like i heard it's really nice down there um like i would love to take a walk in a beautiful garden and smell some plants and uh he's and kirk's just like yeah well like hold your horses because we've got some shit going on down here too um you just died bruh yeah dude just died uh we also discovered via a facebook post with dan mackin that scotty is missing a finger He's missing his fucking middle finger. The actual actor that plays Scotty is missing yeah. his middle finger. And like he hides it in every scene that he's in. And we have never noticed. Like, no. but if you're if you're looking for it, you can see that he's got like a hand behind something, or he's holding his right hand in a fist. Yeah. The like, whole every single episode, they either very cleverly put the camera angle so that you can't see his hand. Or mm-hmm. it's behind his back. Like, it is always really well disguised. Or and when you again, see it. In a now picture. that we've seen it, now that you've seen it, can't, fuck you, you can't. you're never going to not know that again. Yeah. Ever. He's hiding it. Which I find 
Like, okay, maybe they didn't want to, like, imply that Starfleet couldn't reattach a finger at some point. But some people are just born without a middle finger. Like, it happens. So, like... No, he wasn't born without one. He... I think he lost it. Well, yes. But I'm just saying, like, how nice would have, like, a little bit of inclusion have been? (laughs) It's just... It's just amazing. So keep an eye out for it if you are watching along. Yeah. Um, and Scotty just wants to go down on this planet, uh, and have a good time. Yeah. Some fresh airs. So he, they stop talking and then Kirk jumps or Spock jumps into the conversation with Kirk and he's talking about some artificially produced vibrations that he's found. Um, and like, there is a point before like any of this where Kirk's talking about how they're just going to have to be careful. And as he's saying that, he hates this. I hate this so much. So he's like, all right, so this dude, one of my crewmen that I'm always really fucking have a hard on about, like, I I love my people. This just dude just died die. because of a yep. plant. So we need to be really careful. And then he picks a flower <laughs> and he holds it up to his nose <laughs> and he inhales deeply. <laughs> And Nothing then he happens. just throws it away. But how is that fucking careful? How is any percentage of that careful? It's not. First of all, a plant just killed somebody dead, and you were clearly very, quote-unquote, distraught. Distraught, and sad. Then, yeah, and then he's just like, pluck. Done. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's exactly it's so- what Carrie's saying. I hated yeah. it. Hated it. Yeah. So, um, Spock comes back with this information about these artificially produced vibrations that he's sensing. And then, uh, Kirk sends off Meryl and Mallory uh, as a scouting party. Do you know what I wrote there? I wrote Mally. Meryl in Mallory? I wrote Mally. Mally? That's what, that's what is right, is Meryl (laughs) and Mallory. But I only wrote Mally. Mally. Close Just enough. that one word. It's just it's they're together. It doesn't matter. It never it's, really comes it's like up. Shorthand. Again. Yeah. It's <laughs> just off ahead. Mally, go. Yeah. Go Do, scout. Don't contact the village, but scout ahead. Figure yeah, your shit out. out. Thank you. Um, and then Spock is oh, I forgot to mention in the in the first scene before the intro, there is yeah, sneaky sneaky. There's a wig just sneaking around in the bushes. It's like if it's like if Trixie were just like sitting in the bushes listening because yeah. all you see is like this, buff, this like poofy blonde thing. But it, it's not like like a tribbles on the ground kind of like hairy sneaky. It's no, definitely it's like a, up a wig. It's humanoid. It's wiggy. Yeah. Definitely Trixie. It's not a tribble. It's a Trixie. Yeah. It's a Trixie. It's not a tribble. Not it's on the ground. Trixie. It's up in the air. Not a yeah. triple, it's a Trixie. So, um, just like, you just kind of see it. And so at this point, Spock is bringing uh, this wig to Kirk's attention. And he's like, there's something humanoid just watching us. Um, and Chekhov's like, uh, why is it watching us? And, and then Spock's like, I don't know why it has this, it wants this anonymity, but it's just that like we're gonna let it do its thing um and then the blonde chick what was her name marta 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 is um frightened 
And she says it. She's like, oh, it's almost frightening. And then I thought it was super creepy. And it still is a little bit creepy, but at least it's consensual. But Chekhov, like, clings to her. He, like, he's like a magnet. And, like, his whole body is negative and her whole body is positive. And he's, like, pressed up against her side. he just, like, swoops her. Yeah. He's just, like, connected to her. And he's just, like... Um, I don't know why you need to be frightened when I'm here. But in Russian. But in Russian. Yeah. Accent. Uh, in a Russian accent. And she's she's not not into it. I personally would not be into it to each their own. It's just I, very I feel like if I were in a committed relationship and I was like, I'm scared. And and like like if David didn't swoop in and be like Okay. I got you. I got you, baby. Yeah. I got you. Like that. But, but, and that's, I think, what they were trying to do, but it didn't. It's, but they also, like, why is she the only one scared? She's the only woman on the planet and she's, she's the scared one. Well, duh, Sarah, duh. isn't that obvious? Only she's women, the only woman on the planet. Only women get scared, which is why you have uh, And, like, 16. honestly, I probably wouldn't say out loud, I'm scared. I would be no. like, I'm not scared of fucking anything. And David in his head would be like, Sarah's probably scared right now. And then he would just stand next to me, not like connected to me from pelvis to clavicle. Like (laughs) probably what, probably what Tim would do is he would be like, just right behind me. Cause he's real Mm -hmm. tall. Just be like, I got you. Like he would be an invisible barrier between all the things that could kill me in me but he wouldn't need to he wouldn't need to like press his body against yours no because i'd be like back the fuck up dude We're not <laughs> now yeah. i'm scared and uncomfortable <laughs> I am both yeah. i was scared but now i'm also uncomfortable yeah get out of here i'm terrified this is not the time <laughs> because we're not just women so of course we'd be scared yeah of course obviously i'm yeah. <laughs> To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, Kenny, to yeah. be fair, um, I do have anxiety, so everything, I have a generalized anxiety disorder, so fuck <laughs> everything scares me. That's not because you're a woman. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not because like, I'm a woman. It just, it's, it's a thing yeah. I have. And I'm a woman. <laughs> like, and, and also a woman. Uh, so anyway, Chekhov like clings to her and he's like, uh, you don't have to be worried. And then Kirk immediately cox blocks him and he's like, Hey, we don't have time for your shit, guys. Um, like <laughs> yeah, quit being gross assholes. Yeah. So this thing that's like following us is moves like a cat. So um fragile. Yeah. There's Cat-like. a lot going on. Yeah. So we go to a new scene, technically, I guess. And oh, by the way, on this planet, just speckled throughout, not that it matters, are these weird metal flame-like structures just along the path? It's so flame by flame-like, we mean think about the white trash hot rod car. Yeah. And chrome. Yeah, (laughs) and it's like the t- that there's like a big flame and a little flame and, and they just yeah. like repeat that pattern and overlap it over and over and that's these giant metal things that just keep protruding from the ground are just the big flame and the little flame 
and they never fucking explain what they are. They but they are very much standalone metallic things in this beautiful tropical paradise. Paradise. They just never yeah. talk about it. They don't ever talk about it until later when they use it as a weapon. But yeah. it's not what it's there for. So. Nope. Uh, Spock picks up a rock and he's like, oh, this is a really interesting rock. It's got like all these things about it. And he snaps the rock in half. And by the way, the rock looks like a dried piece of Play-Doh, but where like part of it's pink and part of it's kind of orangey. It's like you mixed a couple Play-Dohs together, let it dry and then broke it in half. It kind of looks like styrofoam and they painted a bunch of it. Um, I actually assume it's asbestos. It's That's probably it, asbestos. <laughs> I, it's, it's it's the sixties. Uh, that is a lightweight material. It's not they probably not, not not asbestos. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, so he like <laughs> snaps it in half, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this is all interesting. Here's all these cool properties about it. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of minerals in it. Uh, it's super cool." And he's like holding one half, and he just like flicks the other half for some reason. He chucks also- it. He's talking about how he's like, oh, I want a specimen of this. And he's just like, fuck this one. Yeah. And then it explodes. It fucking it explodes. And Kirk's like, hey, could you be careful where you throw your rocks from? Kirk's really a little bit funny in this episode. Yeah. Well, and Spock's like, well, if I would have known it was going to explode, <laughs> I wouldn't have thrown it so hard. But And then he's like, you know what? This could be an excellent source of power. Like, we should we should look yeah. into this later foreshadowing we're gonna write a song called foreshadowing (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's exactly what it was it was just foreshadowing oh yeah excellent source of power excellent source of power for something yeah and then kirk's like oh so we're in paradise with landmines yeah he did say that he's like oh good paradise with landmines yeah i think he says Garden of Eden with landmines. Scotty calls down. <laughs> and Scotty doesn't know. No, that Fiona and me. That's no, all okay. I know. I've never heard that song. I only know it because you sang it. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> okay, so where were we? Let's Scotty Scotty calls down to the planet about stuff. <laughs> and he says that something from the surface is draining their energy. Um I appreciate the effort, but I don't think you got there, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you you got there. I didn't try that hard. No, no. (laughs) No, no. No, I didn't. Yeah, so um, they decide that maybe it's like the same power source that they're feeling from the village, like these vibrations or whatever, um, that are from subterranean is what they call them. Maybe that's what's draining the power from the Enterprise and causing it to not be able to leave. Um, and Kirk's like, do you guys need any help? And Scotty's like, I don't know what the fuck you're going to do from the planet where you can't beam up from. Yeah, oh, no. Maybe I'm we actually don't. Dead. I feel like we don't know that they can't beam up from the planet yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. We're not there. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know what you can do from the planet that you're on right now that you could definitely beam up from. Spoilers. <laughs> Maybe yeah. yeah. Maybe later you find out you can't do that. Yeah. Um, There's some kind of generator, and we're all fucked, and you're yeah. probably fucked. Everybody's fucked. Everyone's fucked. But it's it's fine right now, from what we know. It's maybe a generator. Figure it out. So uh, Bones is holding up the little like things that he pulled out of the dead red shirt, the little yellow beads that had shot into him, 
and he's talking about how they came out of a flower. And then Spock notices that there's another flower slowly pointing its head <laughs> at Kirk. <laughs> it's coming. It's it's coming. Kirk to Kirk. It's, to Kirk. Coming. it's coming at Kirk. It's getting ready to come all over Kirk. Yep. <laughs> And um, and then Spock's like, Captain! And he jumps in front of him and he pushes Kirk to the side and somehow is facing directly towards yeah. this flower. This is where Sarah gave a lot of credence. It, and it, I would too. Mm-hmm. But I remember when Spock was pushing him, it was from the side. Like if he would have yeah. been fully extended, his back would have been to the flower. Um, but that's not what Sarah said. Maybe, like maybe it was with the other arm, so his chest. Like he definitely was side pushing him. There's no way that the yellow thingy, the uh, flower cum, the cum, the flower semen, yeah, the flower spores, spores, the flower embedded them directly into his chest. There's no fucking way. Like right into the. What could it be a heart? I don't know about Vulcans. I don't know. I don't understand well, their anatomy. What's right here? Is it your sternum? It was like uh, in that's it. a sternum. This, yeah. This down here, like right under the sternum, you can if you can put your thumb, there's like a little dip. That's your no, xiphoid it's process. It's just it's just chub. No, it it's isn't. There's there is where where your ribs come together is your mm-hmm. xiphoid process. It's all real that's, squishy. That's where you do CPR. <laughs> but oh. that's Above that is where it kind of was over to the left, like where the heart would be. Yeah. But Spock also somehow magically, mysteriously, mysteriously like got dumb shot firm flower. Okay. Yeah. So it's here's so the thing. Stupid. He gets shot in the chest by this flower and he falls to the ground. And the first fucking thing Bones does is pull out a syringe of something, stab and it he, into him. He pulse. And doesn't like within a second decide he's dead, and then he pulls out his thingy and shoots him. But the the, the first guy who got flower shot, he he's like dead. Put he put his finger on him like, oh, dude's dead. He's dead. Fuck him. Within Let him die. Second. So like, either it had something to do with the Vulcan physiology, or it. or Bones only cares about Spock because uh, Kirk cares about Spock, and he he's in love with Kirk. And so he had to make sure Spock was okay. But he Again, shoots it. I fully believe this fanfic. <laughs> I'm so on board with this. My head cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bone mm. shoots him up with something. And he's like, this is enough of this thing, whatever it is, to like make our whole crew be able to do headstands. And he's not even awake. So we need to get back to the fucking ship. Yeah, we got to go back. And then Kirk calls Scotty. And he's like, Scotty, 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 Scotty. You need to beam us up. Beam us up. And then... And Scotty's like, okay, I'll beam you up. And so everybody kind of gets together. And they all stand together except for Mallory and Mattel or whatever the person's Trixie. It's not yeah. Trixie. I don't remember their name. But like, Marta. except for the, Mar- no, not Marta. The person that went with Mallory to like investigate the village. It's another M name because why not have like four of them? Wait, I can. Well, I, I can tell you the word that I wrote down to be. Oh, oh. it's m- Marple. Marple. Marple? It's Mallory and Marple. It's it's Marple. Yes. So aside yep. from them, everybody else tries to beam up. And they get all blurry and they get all blurry. And then they kind of come back into focus. And then they get all blurry again. And then they come back into focus. 
And then, like, the beam isn't working. And Kirk's like, Scotty? Yeah. I said, I said, like, inner, it, like, it send us back up, energize. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And Scotty's like, like, I'm ah. not fucking around. Get me back on the goddamn yeah. ship. And he's like, oh, it turns out, like, I can't, like, transport you. Dun, dun, dun. Commercial break. Yeah. Uh, oh, I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. We get a Captain's Log supplemental. This is a nightmare. Spock is injured. And they can't get him back to the ship. And I don't know why he's just injured and then eventually perfectly fine. Um, and not don't dead know. like the other guy who just fucking died. <laughs> and just then, fucking died. Uh, Kirk says, hey, are, can you not beam us back because of the same problem that's causing you to, like, lose power and maybe, like, pulling you towards the planet? You know, the thing, the thing you told me not to worry about or whatever. Yeah, and you said it was fine. Is and, it not fine? Is it not fine? And then Spock's or Scotty's like, oh, maybe it's that. And then Spock gets up and he's like, I feel okay. Uh, my t- my stomach hurts a little bit. And Bones is like, well, maybe if you had red blood and not green blood, then you wouldn't feel sick to your stomach right now. Because he's a he fucking did. he's a fucking dick. Yeah, maybe if he had red blood, he'd be dead because he wouldn't fucking care about him. Yeah, you just let him die, like oh. the other. Maybe if you had a red shirt instead of a blue shirt, you'd be dead. (laughs) That's what he should have said. (laughs) I don't think that's wrong because the first guy who they didn't give a fuck about definitely had a red shirt. He did. Okay. wrong. Spock now seems fine. That's the most important part. Um, Totes. So Kirk's like, why did you do that? Why would you jump in front of that plant? And Spock's like, it was mostly an accident. Like, I didn't realize it was going to shoot me instead of you. I'm Next- very clumsy. Me, I'm very cl- Spock, the Vulcan. Super who clumsy. can do all kinds of things. And I, like, live my life being kind of a perfectionist. I'm just really clumsy. <laughs> I'm just so and clumsy. I kind of tripped and fell and saved your life. I'm sorry. But, but they're <laughs> they're talking about, like, do you know how much money Starfleet has put into you, you valuable asset? piece of shit uh-huh. and then spock is like well it's like 150 blah blah blah, blah, like, blah, 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 blah. i don't know Shut i don't care up. i don't You're valuable. care <laughs> did, did you did, did you just put your life in danger to save mine and he's like no no i'm just clumsy and dumb and i yeah tripped. he's basically like a like early 2000s rom-com heroine <laughs> like he just is clumsy yeah, yeah. Clumsy. i'm just i just I don't know. I lucked my way into it. Oh, yeah. Serendipity. Can I have a record deal? <laughs> or whatever. Um, And then we get to... Oh, wait. And then Kirk says, well, next time, just yell at me. I'm perfectly capable of moving myself out of the way. Like, okay, Kirk, we get it. Bullshit. You're... Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, you would have died, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got a dad bod? We did fuck all. We did discuss the dad bod, and not in a bad way. It's not at all bad. It's just like he mm. has like a little bit of like a belly and, and a giant rib cage. It's a giant not... rib cage. There's there's like so I think that the I don't understand this totally yet. I I I don't keep up with the beauty standards, believe it or not. I think men are <sighs> supposed to be V shaped. I think. Okay. But Kirk is definitely a rectangle. So you're saying like thing. he should be a Dorito, but instead he's like a, a frosted mini wheat. 
No, he's a Frito. He's a Frito. Oh. Should be a Dorito, but he a Frito. Okay. That's a better, like better example than a Frosted Mini Wheat. <laughs> well, I mean, it's more in... It's a chip. with our theme. It's a chip, not a cereal. He's definitely like Frito's like, not the big, long, curly ones, the little short rectangle ones. Yeah. And it's delicious. Everyone loves them still. It's fine. But it's not a Dorito. He wasn't even... Yeah. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure that Spock's like, if Funyuns were straight instead of circles, (laughs) like... (laughs) He he is. (laughs) He's a straight Funyun. He's a straight Funyun. Great uh, fucking Funyun. When, when you're when you're in contrast with Spock, it you notice like it's just different. Um, and Spock saved you, and that's just how it is. As a chubby person, I need somebody more agile than me to save me from things. It's just the yeah. thing. I'm not good at. I don't have especially sex. myself. Yeah, especially myself because I don't have great <laughs> reflexes. The whole point is that they've somehow made something on this planet mad because we have a storm and some clouds and the sky is blue now instead of orange because we're looking up at these storm clouds. We only know that there's a storm because there's thunder sounds and there's lightning effects and then there on the screen is clouds rolling in over a blue sky, gray clouds, and... Then they like keep flashing back between them on the planet with um, lightning and thunder sounds and up in the sky, gray clouds coming in. Like it's it's very ham fisted. And and Kirk's like, Kirk's like 30 seconds ago, it was such a fine day. And then this red shirt who's standing by himself, like not knowing which way to go. He's like, uh, here, uh, here. He gets fucking electrocuted by a bolt of lightning. And he dies, and he turns into a little puddle of ash on the ground. And everyone else runs away. They're like, fuck you, bye. And suddenly, the storm Earth. is done. Why yeah. Why even did this well, storm trigger? We know later why storms trigger. What triggered this? Their presence. <laughs> Fucking nothing? Yeah. So, what happens, and I, I only paid attention to this the second time. So, um, the red shirt dies. He just yes. gets lightning to death and then they're all standing in a very obvious clearing and then they're like get cover and then they all run away into the trees and then lightning strikes again Mm -hmm. and that's why they don't actually step over that dude's dead body they step over the pile of still the storm that just disintegrated their friend though (laughs) Yeah, well, it's it's fucking dumb as shit. Like, do they know? They all went running. Do they know that that pile of ash isn't their friend? It looks exactly like the pile of ash that is their friend. It, I think they actually used the same scene. <laughs> it's possible. They really I, did. I don't know for sure. It's it's not, it's, not, the, it's not the best storytelling, guys. No, especially later on. So, the red shirt is dead. Um, and they go back. And then Kirk's just touching flowers left and right again um they get a call from mallory who is now at the village and he's like hey listen i'm at the village here's the cords and they start kind of losing the call but he's still talking and he's like the village is for primitive um and then there's something else he's like there's something else and this something else is super important except that it's not because carrie and i have no idea what it was <laughs> They never, 
even <laughs> allude to that again later. No, never he, even. He immediately. There's nothing. Uh, so we've established that there's a village, and mm-hmm. there's people. Mm-hmm. They never ever at any point are like, "Oh, this this weird thing happens later." At the that village would have been great if we would have had some forewarning. Nothing fucking happens at the village. No. But people, they don't like bite off chunks of their own skin. Like that would have been important to know. But that's not what weird. Yeah, that's fucking weird. (laughs) Um, but it's whatever he's he has seen, whatever Mallory has seen. Mallory's a guy, by the way. It's his last name. Um, or possibly his first name. I don't fucking know. I'm not gonna judge. I don't know anything. He uh we don't know anything. (laughs) That should be our that should be our motto. (laughs) I don't know shit about fuck. Yeah. That's from the Ozark, which I can't watch, but that's that is my life motto. I don't know shit about fuck. It's kind of accurate for me. Um, he has really important news. Um, and but they lose the call, and then Spock's like, "Those coordinates are close. Let's go." And and then Kirk's like, "On the double," and they all start running. And then Mallory's running back to them to tell them this super important thing that we never find out. This super important thing. Um, but while so Mallory's important. while he's running, he steps on an explosive rock and explodes and dies. Yeah. And he was wearing a red shirt. That's important to probably note. And then Kirk's like, oh, we should have left at the first sign of trouble. And now we oh, have two. It's all my fault. It's all my fault. And there's two oh, dead. Oh, I'm a terrible captain. I'm I the knew. Worst. Well, he's like, I knew his family. Yeah. And now everything's fucked. And my ship is kind of fucked. And if I just would have left when I thought there was something bad happening. And then Spock's like, well, but. Like, we're supposed to explore this planet. That's what Starfleet said. Yeah, that's like, what they said. They, they said, said explore that. the shit. Oh, and there's... Kirk's there, like... What? There's, there's three dead guys. I said two. There's three. I can't count. Counting is very challenging. It is when you get above two. Oh, yeah. So hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so Spock's, like, trying to talk Kirk down because Kirk's being really self-depreciating right now, which, frankly, if you're going to hate yourself, that's... You have so many reasons. Any so other many things reasons. to hate about yourself There's right now, so Kirk? So many things that you have done so far that you should hate yourself for. Not leaving a planet instantly because something hurt you is not one of them. That's not That's not even on the top ten. Yeah. Um. But so Kirk is just like, oh, it's just I could have saved everybody if I just would have left. Three people like, wouldn't yeah, be dead. Like, Locke's like, hey, dude, like, that's our orders. We're supposed to explore this. Like, and he's like, no, I should have left at the first sign of hazard. And yeah. Spock's like, no, that's not that's not what we do. Like, you made chill this out. the smart, logical choices. Um, yeah, and then the he's and he's like, Oh, by the way, our friend is back. That one that I was telling you about. Yeah, and um, he's being like real cash about it because he doesn't want the the oh yeah, humanoid. They're trying, they're trying to be super casual. They're setting up a trap, actually. So they pull, like, Chekhov and another red shirt over. Not that the other red shirt matters. So we'll just say he pulls Chekhov over. He's like, yeah. okay, I need you guys to, like, start arguing. And I'm going to go around. And yeah. then we're going to... You, gonna... you red shirt, go that way and just, and like, then... be real loud about it. Yeah. And you, Spock and Chekhov... Um, you need to go that way and then be real fucking loud about it. And, and have, like, a, have like a fight. 
yeah, I'm going to sneaky sneak around the rock mm-hmm. and I'm going to get the guy. I'm going to punch him. do that thing. Yeah, I'm going to punch, punch him. I'll punch him. I'm going to punch him in the face. I'm punch him a whole bunch in the face. And, and they do this and Chekhov and, and Spock get in a really loud yelling match about, I don't know, being Russian Murder. and being a Vulcan. Those are the two yeah. things I know about these people and they're probably arguing about that somehow. And then uh, Kirk comes Here's around the happens. other side. Yeah, he comes around the other side and the guy tries to run away. And instead of running away, he like punches him in the fucking face. And the guy's like, you hear like this really pathetic whimper. He's like, oh, and then like it shows his face and he just has like these tears running down this magenta face. It's, it's like, magenta-esque. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like on the peach side of magenta. I don't know how to explain the color. You hit me. You struck me. Struck me is absolutely what he says. And he's like crying. There's just like tears. He was and, devastated. Yeah. And he's got white eyeliner and oh, yeah. white marks on his face and this. And white sh- eyebrows. Yeah. Also. And a huge white wig. Like Buffon not, is, is not wrong. Buffon, it's similar to a buffont. It's like big and brushed back. It, and it like looks very mushroomy to me. Yeah, but it's like bright white. Yeah. But their skin is like pinkish red. Like, but like peach also, it's it's like a color that no human has ever been. Could be. Or could be. It's like mushroom red almost, but a little bit more pink. Yeah. It's, we just, humans, like, if you got the fucking worst sunburn you could ever fucking get without dying, that was kind of the color. But more purple. It's like their whole body is bruised. Yeah, they're. Yeah. They're bruised colored. (laughs) Before it turns green. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They're very. But they're all white people. Like, they're yeah. definitely all white people. Oh, and they, yeah. And they have bright white hair. Like, it, there's definitely an issue here. Like, I watch it and I'm like, this makes me feel uncomfortable because it's 2021. And I know that yeah, something about right. this is not right. Yeah, whatever um, this is, it ain't right. But he has, like, white eyeliner and white triangles on his... Like, there's all of these designs on his face. They sometimes do, like, overlapping squares. And they're sometimes trying... Like, they're very rudimentary... um, Shapes. Shapes with colors inside of them. They don't... Yeah. They don't make a lot of sense. But you know that they're trying to, like, mimic facial tattoos of tribal people. Oh, also was probably not comfortable because they're just like white people like squares and triangles and triangles on their eyeliner f- on our face it it's was- yeah i'm sure someone smarter than us has jumped into the possibly racial issues of this episode we're not gonna do that nope. but they're they're there <laughs> Like, just know that they are there. And we're not fucking smart about anything. We're not smart about anything, and we know that this is not okay. Um, But they are on this beautiful paradise. Either way. um, 
he is talking about how he is the eyes and ears of Val. And and he is very upset that he has been struck. And Kirk's like, I'm not going to hurt you. And he's like, okay, but you already did. But remember when you punched me in the fucking face? Yeah, but I, I won't do it again. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna punch you in the fucking face again. Yeah, okay, so, I, I punched you that one time. Um, yeah. And then he's like, "Well, we're if buddies you, now. I probably won't punch you again. I probably I won't. If you get to speak to Val, can I like speak to Val?" And he's like, "Oh, no, only I get to speak to Val." And then Spock comes up and he, he, the guy tries to run away and Kirk's like, it's okay. It's okay. They're not going to hurt you. And Spock approaches him and he kind of like turns the guy's head and he notices he has these like antenna coming out of his neck. Kind of like Frankenstein, but like a little more swirly ears above the ears and like swirly wires. Yeah. They're definitely antenna. Yeah. But what's strange about this to me is like, who installed them? This is a question well, that's never called. asked. No, okay. no, because they they do ask that, like, who did that? And it's like, well, it was in, in the in the dim time, is what Bradley uh, says. Like when they were first humanoids on this. Oh planet, yeah, he does say his name. His name's Akuda. Akuda. He's Akuda. like he says they were installed in the dim time before Vol took care of them. Vol installed those into his well he doesn't say how he yeah. just says like who Vol the fuck it. is Vol that should be our number one goddamn question of this episode it isn't it is where did Vol come from never asked this is the most important thing that you need to know about this episode guys no one ever asks who Vol is or when he took over and installed these in these people's heads like there's really no important questions answered <laughs> no <laughs> none so um either either we uh, <laughs> we decide that they're gonna go try and figure out uh what's what's going on with this mall guy they're gonna go look at him um we get a call from scotty yeah, it's fun yeah, it's Scotty. And Scotty's like, hey, so we're getting, like, pulled down to the planet by something, like, officially now. Like, it's a real yeah. thing. Like, our shit's all fucked. And also, there's pretty much a tractor yeah. beam. Yeah. And we can't break out of. And we also, like, our power banks are being drained. So we can't do anything about it. And we're being pulled down. And so we have, like, like 10, 16 hours until we die a long time um and yeah 16 hours is what they say and then we're gonna burn up and yeah Kirk's you like know, like a satellite we're just yeah gonna... so <laughs> this is, uh they have 16 hours and scotty's like um if i can't get this figured out uh you know i don't know what we're gonna do and kirk's like we're fucked. And Kirk's like, you know this shit better than anyone. You're my chief engineer, yeah. Scotty. And by the way, this is this line made me laugh out loud. This is, I think, the only line that has ever made me laugh out loud in Star Trek. And it didn't in the second watch through, I think, because I saw it coming. Yeah. But the first watch through, it's actually a little bit funny. He's just it's like, hilarious. he's just like, okay, Scotty, well, you're going to get this figured out or you're fired. Because, yeah. like, if he doesn't get it figured out, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, Scotty, you're. 
you know the ship better than anybody yeah. possibly could. Better than the engineers that created it. You know this ship. So if you don't figure this out, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. It's, it's um, really fucking funny. It was good. Uh, and then we go to the guy who's talking about how Val only speaks to him. And Kirk's like, okay, well, if Val only speaks to you, just take me to him with you and we'll figure this out. Um, and so he takes him there and it's this beautiful, I don't <laughs> it, is, it is a snake face. It's a snake, snake head. head. It's a snake head. Glowing eyes. A giant rock formation. Um, don't forget it's glowing eyes. No, we're going to get there. Okay. Okay. Tell the me, Carrie. I saw was the fangs. There are mm-hmm. stalag. Mites hanging slag tights. Tights. Hanging down. And they're these uh-huh. perfect fangs. So it's this is very much a man-made thing. Um <laughs> and the the inside of the mouth is glowing red. And this, you know, all of this could be naturally occurring except for these giant green eyes on the side, like a snake, <laughs> but they have these yellow slits in them. Oh my god. <laughs> and it's so it's like a transformer. <laughs> I I don't know. It was so fucking. You know what it was? It was exactly what I expected of the show. It's so uh-huh. shitty. It's so cheesy. It's like that was it's, perfect. It's I kind of like, wish that we would have watched this episode with Holly because I think oh, she would have really loved Holly would have loved it. We need she to get her loved it. We need to get her back. We need um, every guest we've ever had back. It's true. We do and more. And more. <laughs> so, Sharon. Sharon. Um, it's like a Mod Podge, like, science fair project of a snakehead. Oh, my God. Like, if they, if, <laughs> if you were, if you made a paper mache volcano and then put a snakehead onto it. That spit smoke out only. <laughs> God, and his no, eyes exactly glowed. It was, it was terrible. It was so yeah. bad. I mean, it was so good. So right. It was so exactly what we expected. Exactly. We get a captain's log. There's like a commercial break and a captain's log. And they're talking about this ancient great power that's centered deep in the earth. Just and for the record, we never, ever, ever understand what the ancient power is, no. where it came from, who it was, Nothing. why it took these people. None of it doesn't make any fucking sense. Even, but we do know it's ancient. Spock never asks, even. No. Like, never tries to speculate. Oh, it's so annoying. He, like, speculates that it's a machine. That's all we get. So it's kind of annoying, because he's just like, it's a machine. And you're like, how do you even know that? Why would you know that? Like, Carrie's first thought was, it's like a Wizard of Oz situation, which made way more sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it turns so, out it wasn't even that complicated. It was, it was so stupid. It wasn't even that complex. It couldn't even be a person running a machine. It was just a fucking ancient machine that's been running for thousands oh of years God. for some fucking reason. Who Why? fucking knows? We don't know. It doesn't fucking it- matter. It has a force field around it that when Spock tries to go through, he gets, like, shot back. And yeah, even, just... that's also annoying because Spock knows if I was like, hey, I've got a machine right here that's telling me 
There's a force field right there. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to walk right into it. No. Oh, you're not going to walk right into it? I'm not going to fucking do that as the most logical person on the planet fucking ever. <laughs> I'm going to throw a rock at it. See what happens. Nope. Maybe That's not what happens. Stick. That's not what happens. No, Spock walks right <laughs> into the goddamn thing and gets zapped the fuck back. Why Why fuck. the fuck not? Um, And then <laughs> they decide, they, they're like, well, how do we talk to it? And the guy's like, well, I only talk to Val when I'm called. He's sleeping right now, but he's gonna feed later. So we'll come back when he's we'll ready. Get hangry. To eat. Yeah, he'll get hangry and then he'll talk to me. He's basically my wife. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> much my wife. She just wants like toast. I don't know. <laughs> just just food. Just give her yeah. food and she won't be a dick. <laughs> she just lays in bed all day and wants food. And I totally get that. I do. <laughs> if I could possibly just live my life in bed with food. <laughs> Thank you. Done. Yeah, I'd be mad and too. If we could put this podcast in there, done. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every Friday. Every I've got Friday. A thing. Honey, 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 honey. <laughs> I've got some things to do. I got a thing. Um, podcast. And uh, you get to fuck off the whole time. But <laughs> when I'm not doing this, I want you to uh, feed me and you can't touch me. And I only get what I want when I want it. And also, in bed all the, I'm in the bed all the time when you feed me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just stay where I'm at and you just put the grapes in the... Yeah. It puts the grapes in. Just... <laughs> Val is living the life. It's insane. Yeah. Um, so I, it did feel very ominous to me that they have to feed Val. Not what I thought they were going to be feeding fall ends up happening. But like, yeah. I just like, I was like, oh, is this like some sort of weird ritual sacrifice thing? It's not. Thank God. Also, um, to rip off of what we were just talking about, anybody who stays in bed all day and you just have to feed him, there's a problem. There there's is. Like, it's problem. not great. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not... That's not a good thing. That's these, not a good situation. These people are in an abusive relationship with Val. Yeah. But they go to the village and everybody is bright magenta. They are whatever color we tried to describe to you that I don't know what to call it. Like dark mauve. <laughs> like I I think dark mauve is good because they're not like they're not magenta magenta. No, they're like almost purpley. They're like, if you got so fucking sunburnt that your skin peeled off in chunks later, like they're darker but than you that. Were like They're more sunburnt than that. Almost purple. Yeah. They were close to purple. Um, either way. Uh, either way. Either way. Either way. Uh, everybody there is just like, welcome to our village where everything is perfect. And, uh, and all the dudes have these like. They're not grass skirts. They're like woven skirts. They're They're like sarongs. Woven sarongs. And all the like linen woven sarongs. They're very tannish. And And all the ladies have woven sarongs and bikinis with extraneous strings for some reason. But they're like burlap. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They don't like, they look itchy. I guarantee that those extras had to put some ointment on their nipples. Like oh, they yeah. had to. 
Well, just a, remember when you were telling me that the sequin dress like got under your arms and like caused oh, yeah. like a rash. Like just imagine that anywhere you touched your boobs. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> and and like this, the skirts weren't made out of that burlap material. It was not no. the same material. It was it just looked, the- it was like the same color, but it was not the same material. And I just guarantee it was like it looked like coconut strings, like coconut material. Yeah. And it, they, it was like they did everything but the coconut bra. Like, oh, it yeah. was, it, like, this culture seemed very Pacific Islander. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, but in a, but they were all white, technically, way. And I just, they did. like, felt they, they came into the village and they kind of, like, had this little larf about... Kirk's like, oh, where are your children? Where are your children? Yes. And they're like, oh, they're not children. What are children? And Kirk's like, well, like, they're little. And then they grew up. And the guy goes, oh, you mean replacements? We don't need those. They're forbidden. I, forbidden. for the record, am going to call Aubrey my replacement from now on. <laughs> that's my that's fucking my, replacement. That's my replacement. She's yeah. going to do better than I did. <laughs> yeah, when I die... She gets that's, to take up the reins of this. That's me. This that's really, me when I die. Done. Really fucking high standards. That's my replacement. I guarantee what? she's actually, she's probably going to do much better than I could have. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. She's going to be better than yeah. all of us. Um, and then, and then they're, they're talking about, because like, they're like, so children don't exist in this culture. And then Marta is like, well, what about, love don't you have love the guy's like, like how, oh, you, how you make children yeah he's like oh you keep using these words i don't know i don't children, know love no. she's like also forbidden yeah he's like but um she's like but a, but a man and a woman like not specifically just a man only a man and a woman just a woman love each other anything else only a man and a woman when they, because when they what other love, options are there? There aren't. There aren't no. other options. Not in nineteen sixty whatever. Yeah. So she's talking about like, oh yeah, when a man loves a woman, he's like, ho, 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 ho. that's also forbidden. Like we don't touch. Mm-mm. We can't. We don't, uh-uh. That's gross. Yes. Gross. Ugh. Ew. Ugh. Forbidden. Uh, but welcome to fall. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to fall. So much um, fun. It's paradise. You can't make babies or touch. Yeah. And everyone's Enjoy. laughing at Spock because he yeah. looks slightly different so, with his ears. So <laughs> what happens is the clearly not Hawaiians come up to Kirk and Spock and they're wrapping these basically floral wires around their wrists. It's like it's, lays it's but like, wire. I hated on their it. Wrist. No, it's, it's terrible because it, because you can hear the rustling of the fake flowers wrapping around their wrists. Like, it's I, so bad. I just hated it because it's obviously supposed to be like when you fly into Hawaii and they put lays on you. Like, that's yeah. so what it is. Yeah, it's but they're like, oh, but it's not that. No, it's, it's not. around the wrist. We're fine. We're fucking fine. We're fucking fine. Okay. No, Aww. so they, they definitely do this and then, like, this one girl's like, what's your name? And Spock says, my name is Spock. And then everybody starts laughing for some reason, which doesn't make any sense. No, like what what names aren't funny to you? Yeah. 
Akuda. Like, Akuda? your name's different too. Like, why is your Spock? also fucking stupid, Spock. Yeah. Like, short, sweet, beautiful. It's, I mean, it's whatever. It's a name. They're obviously not your species. And then yeah. everyone laughs at him. And then he says something else and they laugh even more. Yeah. So <laughs> then they go to a tent that is all theirs and they get given all this food and drink. Um, and he's like, uh, welcome. Have fun. This is your tent. Scotty calls down. This is all that matters. Um, and Scotty says, we're going to switch everything over, but life support to try and like create more power. Um, but we're having like trouble. We're going to put the circuits in the circuit boxes and then we're yeah. going to make super we're gonna circuits. Do, we're going to make do so much shit. Um, He's like, and I'll try it. I'll try this all, but it's almost just as dangerous as us burning up in the atmosphere and dying. And Kirk's just like, okay, but you got to keep doing it. So have fun. Bye, Scotty. I got to go. Bones is here with a report. And then Bones comes in. And Bones is like, hey, I got a report. So I'm a doctor and I've been a doctor forever. And you know, I'm a doctor and I'm not other things. I super and doctor everything I'm like such, so much. I I'm I doctor so fucking hard. I'm such a doctor, and everything I'm about to say makes perfect sense. <laughs> Technically, what what Bone says makes more sense than what Spock says. So Bone says they have no bacteria in their systems. There's no aging, and I have absolutely no idea how old they are. They could be yeah. 20 years old or 20,000 years old. There's even no though osteoporosis. No. There's nothing in their bodies that like would even lead you to believe that they age. But There's nothing. They're all 20 to 40 years old. Like the, like I can see age differences. Akuda oh, yeah. looks older than yeah. other people. Like it's a like the women for instance. Yeah, or even the the young guy later on. Like there's definitely younger people. Yeah. Yeah. So like someone wrinkles are someone real. Aged. Someone yeah. aged. It happened. Maybe he's just the most mature. <laughs> most mature. Um, and then Spock says that um something about the atmosphere is protecting them from the sun, and that's preventing them from aging, and that's not how aging works. <laughs> Some of it is. I no, okay, okay. Yes. Well, I do believe that skin my health. skin has aged less than a lot of people's skin because I've avoided the sun since I was like 18. Well, no, even before that. I remember going to German class outside with an umbrella. I've always avoided the sun like it was the plague. And I think I look pretty youthful. It's not going to keep me from dying. That's the thing. That's the problem I have. Like, yes, you can you can look younger because you don't have sun damage. You can tell a lot of people who call themselves sun worshippers because their skin's a little bit more leathery. Leathery is the word I was going to use. Like, I was hesitant. But it, it just is. You have more wrinkles. You have more skin damage. Your cells have died and been replaced more times. It's a thing. But... It doesn't prevent you from no. aging, Spock. <laughs> like that's not no. like <laughs> your actual body and DNA and cells is decaying. Absolutely. <laughs> Just because I've avoided the sun for at least 20 years, I can I'm definitely aging. 
I was going to say, you're not, like, what, 18 anymore? (laughs) What? (laughs) Dara, how dare you? No, it's, I'm definitely still aging. I'm definitely still decaying. Yeah. Life is just decaying, and I'm alive. If lack of sun is what's kept them alive for 20 fucking thousand years, how are they adults? How are they not all still babies? (laughs) They had to have aged somehow to adulthood. Okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, they have no vices, no natural enemies. Uh, so maybe this is actually paradise where just sometimes plants kill other people and never the people of this village. Never the important people. Never the people oh. that matter. Never the people who feed Vol. No. Which, by the way, how would a machine have control over biological things like plants? Sweetie, no. Just let it go. Let it go. Jesus Christ, just let it go. Don't make sense of the show. Okay. (laughs) So. (laughs) Can't. Can't. Um, So everyone has now left the village. All of the villagers are just leaving and they have these creepy smiles on their faces. Um, And Kirk and and Spock follow the villagers and they see that everyone is just like grabbing these rocks and throwing them into the mouth of like, the snake. Lined up left and right. Yes. And they are like walking up to the steps and then two people throw a rock over and we don't see what happens. We know that no explosions. Mean, well, I, I think that they, this is my theory is that they're the exploding rocks, but that's like a big long pit it throws yeah, it's like pit. so long you don't see the explosion you don't see the explosions even though it was a yeah. pretty big explosion before they you know, throw the rocks in and then they walk away and then the next person comes and throws the rocks in everything's there they're just all lined up just throwing some rocks in throwing their fucking rocks in there and then uh kirk or spock is saying that his his hypothesis is correct That it's a machine and not a person. And he never fucking asks who put the goddamn machine there. Who created a machine that's so fucking intelligent that it's basically artificial intelligence that we haven't seen since the changeling, basically. Like, who created it? Why is it there? Who put the antennae in Akuda's head? No. It doesn't fucking matter, Sarah. Oh, I'm so mad. Um... So it's super intelligent and it knew. So basically Kirk decides that he's going to go figure it out. But when he like gets up to go do that, I guess it kind of like starts a storm or something to the point where like somehow it knew that Kirk was coming. Oh yeah. Well, so what happened? Like, okay. So Kirk starts what like happens, like, Carrie, what scientific reason what happens? There's, there's no science in this episode. <laughs> I want all of you, all of our dedicated listeners to understand there's no science in this episode. It's out the window. Kirk is like, he sees that the force field is down. He's like, well, we could probably do something. And he starts like standing up like he's going to go get it. Like, oh, this is my chance. And as soon as he stands up, the green, yellow snake eyes light up. Like the machine turns back on. And the storm clouds start rolling in. And so Kirk sits back down and then everything undoes. 
it's like it knew he was coming somehow. Um, and they're like, you know well, why? Because we have sensors. Like our lights light up because they sense motion. It's like a motion sensor light. Okay. Alien machine. Okay. Ancient. It's like the driveway light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It knows the pizza guy's there. Don't do that. <laughs> no. And then, you know, and then you just stop doing that. And then it goes, yeah. okay. Okay. You're not there anymore. <laughs> um, They only have 10 hours left on the Enterprise, though. So, like, they're trying to figure out a way, like, can we weaken it? We need to measure this electromagnetic field and figure out what to fucking do. And then Bones comes. And Bones is a dick to Spock. I don't even remember why. What? I just, I know. So surprised, right? All right, all right. Where where are we? Uh, Bones is now there with them hiding behind the rock, watching them feed. Um, so they're talking about how humans are a minority on this planet. Um, and but okay, so here's the thing: is Bones starts having the moral conversation with Spock at this point as to oh, they just if agree. They just don't agree. Um, Bones is like, uh, humanoids have the right to freedom. It's a it's a right that Bones believes they have. And Spock is saying that this is a viable ecosystem. Everything is fine. Already, like, it's working. It's working for them. It's working for them. Like, they don't seem upset about it. Why the fuck are you trying to prevent this? Um, yeah. And... It's yeah, sexuality. Kind of like it's working for them. Why you gotta be weird about it? Yeah. Um. Problem. But then Bones is saying there has been no changes to this society in like ten thousand years. It's yeah. stagnant. Like we're going back to stagnant society rules of whatever Bones that. Like, hey, they're just like constantly doing missionary and don't even know that there's other positions. Like it's not a viable. So, but that's that's what it is, though. Like Spock's, like you know what? They're happy. They're having a great time. Like let them go. Yeah. Bones like, but they don't even know any better. Like they've never even had anything else. Like you can't. They've never even sixty nine, guys. I would say, like you, you can say missionaries the best because you've had a bunch of other ones. Because <laughs> I've tried other. And yeah. you know, we're all allowed to have our own opinions on absolutely. What? If missionary was the only position you've ever done, and we're like, that's the best. You'd be like, oh, honey, you gotta try them. You gotta and try. And if them. you don't like them, never do them again. Never do them again. But <laughs> you can't true. just say yeah. missionary's the best because that's all you so know. What you're saying is Spock needs to branch out. Spock needs to, you know, just try some other positions. positions. Yeah, I don't know. Would you would think as a logical person? That's what he would want to do. That's not what he's doing. He's like, hey, this works for them. Yeah. They're they're good being this way. Why are we trying to change them? So Kirk says this is not the time for philosophy. Scotty calls back down with the readings that he took from it. And he says that this is definitely the drain on their power source. And now yeah. they only have eight hours to complete all this work. It's so weird. This giant snakehead thing that's a machine, apparently, I guess. Yeah. It's somehow also the power drain. It's also like pulling us down to the planet for some reason what? that no one ever asks or figures out. Yeah. Um, and Kirk says, oh, eight hours is cutting it pretty close to, oh, it's going to take eight hours to complete this work. They only have 10 hours. He's like, 
that's cutting it pretty close to like you burning up in the atmosphere. Um, and Scotty says, like, honestly, well, it's better than just waiting to die. So eight hours is better than ten. <laughs> yeah, eight hours is better than ten and then dead. Yeah, like, I don't know. We're gonna die either way, so at least we should try something. Yeah. Either way, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. We go back to the tent where there's just this poor yeoman fretting about this situation and everything going on. And of course she needs strong Kirk to talk her down. And he says, yeoman, speculate for me. What would happen if someone died here? And she was like, um, I, I get like, no one can die here. And he's like, okay, but just like, if someone did, if someone died here, what would happen? She's like, I guess they would need a replacement. Um, and then he's like, okay, but if they, if they, if everyone, okay, so he's. I took this whole scene in a different way, and that they were like trying to uncomfortably make her say sexual the, things without making her say sexual things. Like it was so awkward. It was, was like, so oh. awkward. I was I'm, looking at I'm it. Daddy Kirk, and I'm trying to make you say things, my daughter about sexing which you know all about because you've been doing it for a long time now but Check um, off. so yeah it was so uncomfortable i hated the scene it, the it thing that awkward i i read it a little differently your way is definitely more uncomfortable i read it just like he was trying to get her to speculate what would happen and like he'd already worked it all out but like it was like I don't know, kind of like his way of like talking her down from she was fretting because she's a woman and that's what we do. Um, and so he's like, think through it. And then he realized that things got really awkward when she got to the point where they had to talk about sex because that's how you get a replacement. Um, and even Spock was awkward about talking about sex. Um, well, I think that's why I like so. I, th- I feel like, in, in my perception of what happened in the scene, they were talking about, like, you know, oh, what, what would happen? But, like, she asked a question, and he was like, well, what do you think would happen? And she was like, well, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I can't say the word sex. Yeah, and I she, couldn't like, possibly say yeah, that they would have sex she, and make a baby. She stumbles around it a little bit, and then he's like, oh, well another pointed question about sex and she's like also no i just can't well he says he says spock um as our science officer can you explain to her what would happen and then he awkwardly stumbles around it like Mm -hmm. like it's so like yeah it is gross he's like and then spock says it's uh safe to assume (coughs) that they would he has a clear throat, that they would receive necessary instructions from the machine. And Bones is like, I'd like to see a machine give them instructions to make replacements. Like, that would be fucking funny. Um, How do you burn? I want to point out, no matter what kind of culture you have, you put, like, you make, like, ten... 10 p- people of together 
no matter how they pair up, people yeah. are having sex. Yeah, and you assume it's that a happening. lot of them are to make a baby. They're gonna make a baby. Ten yeah. and ten and ten. Someone's gonna making make a, baby. a baby. Someone. Someone they even know how. They don't even have to know how. There's gonna be a P and a V, and there's gonna be a B. Like they've gone through puberty. Yeah. They have urges. <laughs> like their bodies yeah. are like let like biologically yeah. someone is putting one of those will get wet. One of those will get hard. Yeah, it's it's just it's gonna be happened. It's not twenty thousand years later and no, no. one's fucked. It's yeah. just not happening. Unless I don't, it's forbidden by Vol. By Vol, I guess. So we go to a scene where he, Akuda, is talking to Vol, the giant snake head. He says, I understand. It shall be done. And Vol's eyes are like glowing all sorts yeah. of colors. Um, we, guys. And then we mm-hmm. go to a creepy scene. I'm not going to spend a lot of time in this scene because it makes me uncomfortable. It's Chekhov and Marta in a clearing in the woods. And they're really close to each other. And they're both super into it. So it's probably fine. I just, like, Chekhov has, like, this, like, a super protective thing towards Marta yeah, the whole episode I, that I don't like. I don't mash. Yeah. I don't mash. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Like, I, if... Even if I was into Chekhov and he did that to me, we would not smash. No, it's not cool. He's like so clingy and she, but she's into the clingy. I don't know. Um, And they're like, they they make out like that's. Yeah, that's the thing. She, she asked them questions and he's like, I don't fucking know. Let's make out. This weird hand thing where she just keeps touching his neck a bunch with her fingers. But to add to the creepiness. Wait, what? To add to the creepiness. <laughs> what happens? What you were going to say, there are what, Carrie? There's a male, presumably male and female, yeah. uh, villager watching. They're like, oh, could we touch? Maybe we should touch. And we then touch? they're, they're like, watching these two dudes creepily in the bushes and they're like, uh, uh you yeah. want to make out? They're like, well, it seemed pleasant. And then the guy's like, I don't know, like, it wasn't a dance, and it wasn't for food, and it doesn't serve Vol, so, like, I feel like maybe we shouldn't do it, but it also seemed really fun. Yeah, and but... then he... <laughs> should we just... But should we just touch each other? And then they do touch. This is, this episode, I've decided, should not be called The Apple. It should be called... Seven minutes in heaven because it's just a bunch of people making out. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, who don't even know if they want to make out. They, they just they do just are making out. Like they didn't. I, I know that Chekhov's girlfriend Marta is apparently into him, but we've never seen her before. We've never seen a relationship. No. It just no. she introduced pretty much as Chekhov's girlfriend. So no idea if she's actually into this except for it's she true. like closes her eyes and moves her fingers a lot like it's really weird and then we get these villagers who don't understand sexuality who suddenly want to make out and they do they do make out and then Vol is angry and Akuna is there and he's like why are you doing this huh 
There's thunder sounds. Yeah, thunder sounds. And then it's like, you're not supposed to be doing this. It's forbidden. And he's like, these newcomers are a danger. Like, you need to have them meet me at this place. And I'm going to figure this shit out. And so he goes to, <laughs> actually, my note is a meeting of the hair. Because it's, I said. <laughs> no, it's a meeting, though, of all of the people with the bouffant style, like, bright white wigs. But they're all men. Because women says, should- newcomers are dangerous. Dudes gotta meet up. The dudes gotta meet up. So, that's what the meeting of the hair. It's only yeah. guys. Um, and they decide that they have to kill the strangers. And the other guys are like, kill? Like, what? And no. he's like... Um, no or love how would we know kill why would we know kill and he's like it's fine it's fine kill is super easy let me explain it to you here's this melon and he sets a melon down on a rock and then he takes one of those spikes this is the second time we ever see it really <laughs> out of the ground it's third, third it is the third time stuck in the ground so yeah. it's he calls it a stick you take a stick which is a metal flaming thingy yeah a metal flame smash the metal flamey thingy into the melon and onto their head which is their head and and that's all you have to do um and they're like oh okay and he's like we're gonna wait until the morning and then we're gonna do it i don't know why we're waiting till the morning i assume so that they have time to prepare and not die (laughs) if i was gonna smash somebody's skull and i would wait till they were sleeping i would not wait till morning and then we're back in the tent and spock is concerned and Kirk says that Bones is right. Like, it's a stagnant society, and he needs to help them progress. And Spock says that uh, there's... That this directly interferes with the prime directive that they have. Like, you're not supposed to do this. I want you to know that. And he's like, we owe it to them. And Bones is like, Starfleet won't like this. Not Bones, I'm sorry. Spock is like, Starfleet's not going to like this. Um, and then Scotty calls down and Scotty says that he's, by the way, there's no repercussions with Starfleet on this. Why would there be, right? No. there. I mean, let's give it some grace. Maybe next episode. No. That's, they're not going to go back to this. I'm saying just give them some grace. Scotty calls down. They're cutting it pretty fucking close on time still. Um, yeah. but they're, they're still working on it. Spock runs back in and he's like, something disturbing has happened. All the people of Val are gone. And then we cut to the snakehead. Where <laughs> this is so much, guys. But we're gonna do it. Um <laughs> Okay, ready? <sighs> Let's go. <laughs> it's so rough. Um so Kirk and Spock, I guess, decide to go to Val. And they're like, hey, we come in peace. We mean no harm. And immediately there's just another storm. Well, <laughs> not fucking around. So no. they when they walk up, Kirk is just like charging in. And Spock's like, hey, 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 remember that force field, bro? Yeah, we'll come down. Calm down. You, 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 gotta, you gotta chillax a little bit. And so they charge up and then they stop. And then like the storm starts coming. The thunder rolls. And the lightning, and the lightning strikes. strikes. Spock's back. 
That, that is what happens. It is what happens. And then Kirk carries Spock back to Bones in the village. It's over so, his shoulder. Over his Not shoulder. Not like a baby. He mm-hmm. somehow, and I didn't show this where he hoisted him up into yeah. his body. I think if somebody put you on my shoulder, I could carry you for a bit. If I had to pick you up, I couldn't do it. I can't. No, pick it's impossible. Up. Like yeah. it, but if I had to just carry something on my shoulder, I think you could do it for I don't know, like probably ten steps, <laughs> but not far. Yeah, I um, couldn't get you up there. No, it was it was a bit. Uh, but he carries him back to Bones, and Bones says these are just second degree burns, and somehow Spock's awake. Spock goes through so much shit in this episode where he should have died, and he's just like. It's fine. I'm. This is great, guys. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'm a Vulcan. Yeah. Um. And so he. At least I'm not a fucking human, you yeah. asshole. Bone says. I mean, they probably smart a bit, though. And he says, "Your um unsuppressed talent for you have an unsuppressed talent for understatement." That's what Spock said about yeah. the smarting. So he's in pain. Yeah. Um. There's a giant muscle tussle between all of the villagers and Bones and Kirk and Chekhov. Wait, the villagers are trying are to brain trying them. To kill them. They're, yeah. They come with their giant metallic flame sticks from It's all true. The woods. Exactly what happened. Reason. And so they're they're trying to kill all the crewmates, but and all they've seen is that if I just hit you in the head, you die. And I've killed you. But they're up against a bunch of humans who actually have combat training. And so there's these... to fight for their lives before. Yeah. So there's these really dumb people who have no understanding of violence or just have giant sticks and try to go... You're trying to hit a head somewhere. You just just smack it. You just smack it and then it dies. And that's not how it works. So nobody ends up injured of the star crew. No, nobody ends up hurt. And oh. all of the villagers get their asses kicked immediately. And they get stuck in one of the huts. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, Kirk is like, put him fucking over there. These put dumb him in baby hut. children. Get them out of my way. They're all <laughs> dumb idiots. Get them fucking here. kicked out. Let the adults um, talk. Yeah. And he says, it looks like they've taken, Spock says this, it looks like they've taken their first step towards humanity by learning to kill. Dun, dun, dun. Um, first of all, they didn't learn to kill at all. <laughs> they did not they kill anyone. But I mean, I could have... you on the head. <laughs> they didn't even boop. <laughs> I do agree with Spock, though. That's a very human thing to just... They were, they were inciting violence. But yeah. they were definitely not good at it. <laughs> not doing it well. Um, we go to a new scene where Scotty says that he's ready with 12 minutes to spare to try this thing that they've decided to do, which is reverse engines. Um, and they're trying to, they've got all of the power going to it and they've stripped all this stuff. And impulse. there's power. only impulse. Yeah. There's only no imp- warp drive, only impulse. Yeah. No warp drive, whatever that means. So they, there's a bunch of shaking that goes on on the ship and then, Kirk's like, Scotty, Scotty, is everything okay? And he's like, it was no good, sir. Um, we only gained about an hour. We've got nothing left to try again. I guess you'll have to a, fire me. They blew a bunch of circuits trying yep. to. So they basically routed 
every single system to impulse drive to give it more power, except for life support. Except so they for still life support. have life support uh, on the ship, but everything else they gave to impulse uh, because warp drive wasn't working. And so they gave it everything they had. And what happened is they blew a bunch of circuits. It gave them an hour of like, they did actually get to back up, which is super cool. Um, but that's it. But that's it. They, they, they gained didn't... one hour, blew a bunch of their shit, so they can't possibly try to do it again because uh-huh. all the shit's broke. And what Sarah said, Scotty goes, you got to fire me, dude. I guess you have to fire me. And then so Kirk says, like, you're right, fired. Cool. You're fired. Yep. He hangs up his little thing. And then he says, 400 people are going to die. 400 people on that ship. I had to fucking follow orders. Like, this is all my oh, fault. Again. Oh, <laughs> so here's everything. Here's what I'm going to say. Like, I understand why we're making fun of him for, like, feeling sorry for himself in this point in time. But we also make fun of him when he doesn't care about his crew. <laughs> so, like. I, I don't like Kirk. <laughs> I know. It's just how it is. You're not going to change our mind, guys. <laughs> well, I think I think probably what I feel like I'm currently mocking is that usually Kirk doesn't give a shit about his the repercussions of yeah. his actions. But suddenly, he for some reason cares so much about the repercussions because it's so many people are going to die. But usually... Yeah. Like when he's making decisions, he doesn't actually seem to give a fuck about the consequences. And this one time he made a decision and there are consequences and he's getting all weepy faced about it. So so like one way or the other, like you either don't care or you do care. Like there's there's no in between. The best of both you don't get to like make shitty decisions and then feel bad about it and get sympathy. Like you're, yeah, you're both those you're, you were shitty before, so yeah. um, so they decide to go back to Vol and they tell Bones and Chekhov, like, do not let the villagers out to feed Vol. Vol is not getting fed, don't yeah. fucking feed him. We're not yeah. gonna feed him. They go yeah. back to Vol, and uh, Scotty says, or so Spock says something about how, um, like maybe since he's not getting power, that's why he wants the villagers to go feed him. It's why he's calling to them because he's he's short on power now after what the Enterprise has done. So they decide that they're going to try to shoot him with the phasers from the Enterprise. And maybe that will drain his power and somehow magically save everything. So um, they decide to do that by calling up to Scotty and they say, okay, all power to the phasers now, because I guess you have enough power to do that, but not stay in orbit longer. I don't know exactly. Um, so they commence phasers and they maintain and <laughs> it's so dumb. There's like a storm and some smoke exploding. And they're talking about how he's he's trying to reinforce his boundaries. But he can't do it for very long because he doesn't have power. And they're talking about Vol. Yeah. Vol has not been fed. And so he can't do the things that he needs to do to keep power. I hate it. He hasn't been fed. But for the record, if I'm not fed, I get shitty. Yeah. I make poor choices. And I'm not as strong. I agree. But like, why 
is it just like, let's just kill Vol? Like, there's no investigation into what is behind it. Yeah, Vol could actually be an alien life form that we don't, just don't understand. Why do we know it's a machine? Well, we don't discuss that. I, again, my first theory was Wizard of Oz, where it was an alien life form with a machine. What was, was the original, like, thing um, that you know made hey, Vol? Hey, 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 Sarah. Don't ask so many questions, pretty it. girl. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Just let it fucking go. Like, this is, it's a machine. We don't care. It's just, <laughs> let it go. Okay. Let machine. Go. Fuck it. Phasers are exploding it. And there's smoke coming out of it. And then, and then Kirk says, ceasefire. The eyes go dark. And yeah. the sky gets, like, normal, but it's blue for some reason now. Yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. for... In other shots where it's orange. Yeah. Um, there's no power at all going to it. It's completely dead. It's dead. They call up to Scotty. And Scotty's like, no more tractor beam. Everything's fine. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah. And speaking of no more. people working on this shit. So. Yeah. We have one hour until we can beam you back up. And everything's going to be great. And and then Kirk's like, Scotty, you're rehired. Like, <laughs> good job. Ship didn't die. You still got yeah. a job. You still got a job, I guess. Get back um, to work, you piece of shit. Yeah. And so they, and then he calls over to Chekhov. He's like, let everyone go. We're going to figure it out. We're going to send some people down to talk to them. Help them get civilized. Everything will be great. Um, See that. Just for the and, record. We don't see that at all. No, we see well, them we, talking we, to them. Yeah, they talk to them. And the villagers are like, but Val took care of us. Like... How are we going to do it by ourselves? And, and Kirk's and, like, oh, no, no, no. You're going to take care of yourselves and you're going to fucking love it. You're well, going to. He, he like, says, we're going to show you how. Yeah. At least Vol, they're like, but Vol put the fruit in the trees. It's like, no, 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 no. Mm. The trees put the fruit in the trees. You're going to fucking love agriculture. You're going to yeah. fucking love it. And you're going to learn to avoid these plants that shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> and um, love. You're going to fucking love love. Oh, it's yeah. Fucking great. That was a little bit of a joke. Uh, they're like, well, what are kids? And then he looks at the couple that was making out earlier and he's like, you two just keep going on your current road and you'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly the sex talk that people need. You know, you know, that's actually very frustrating when you think about it. Like, oh, it's super. Says, says these people want to have children. Who's just like, yeah. no, no, no. Do you know how many couples? Have only had anal sex because they didn't understand that the vagina isn't where you pee from. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> I, I consider that the poop hole loophole because of Christianity. No, no, no. I mean that's that's that is absolutely real. But there, I was. I I read a story where there was a couple that was trying desperately to make a baby. But they didn't know that the vagina was where baby happenings happened. And they only had anal sex. And they didn't understand how they weren't pregnant yet. Because they had sex all the time. Like, all the time. And it, they couldn't make a baby. Because they were fucking conservative Christians. Buttholes are nobody... so hard to put a penis in. 
I mean, maybe it's a small penis. I, uh, I... <laughs> oh no, I absolutely would notice. Um, yeah, but there are like if you have zero education about what happens in what places, like I mean, to me, it's obvious. There's a very slippery slope, and then there's a well, there's a really easy thing to put your dick into, and then there's a sphincter. Yeah, and like. And then there's a sphincter. <laughs> and I'm not saying that you can't put your dick in a sphincter. You obviously you, can. You absolutely can. Yeah. And a lot of people are super into that, which is yes. totally cool. Thumbs but up. There's, there's like an easy route. There's also like a super easier way to do it. Like sometimes like, it, you can't even, you can't even tell. It's but so I w- easy. I would have liked a little bit more conversation on sex education here, where you could also yeah. tell people how not to make babies. Yeah. <laughs> and still have sex. That would have been. I, I don't like, I don't even feel like, I feel like they're like the second graders. Like, you guys can make babies now. And they're like, well, how do we make babies? And you're like, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out when you're ready, but they won't. They this just... isn't Blue Lagoon, people. Yeah, like she's, Come on. she's not bleeding to death in a pond. Like it's <laughs> in a lagoon. In a lagoon. Yeah, it was a blue it was, one. It, was it blue? It could have been blue lagoon. Yeah, it was. It was very weird because, like, it was like the adults being like, "Oh, you'll figure." It. But these are also adults. They just but are. They don't know. They might not figure it out. And they should have more options than have babies. babies. (laughs) Okay. Because there's no way on Starfleet 200 years in the future there aren't more options than make babies. Yeah, I just, I don't want to make babies. I'm not even on Starfleet. I don't want to make a baby. Like, but you still want to have sex. Love people. Yeah, like it's like, oh, let's touch. I'd be like, Okay, fine. <laughs> just, right. I definitely wouldn't be like, uh, now I have to have a baby because we touched. I don't yes. want that at all. That's not the only result of having sex, which is what they make it seem like the yes. only thing that could possibly happen. Of love. Even of love. Of yeah. love. The only result of love is having a baby. And that's incorrect. <clears throat> it's not correct, guys. Then we go to the Enterprise and they're in a hallway and Spock and Bones are still arguing about if this was the right choice that we made to like mm-hmm. free these people of Vol. And Spock says um, that like it was too efficient of a machine. Or, sorry, Kirk says that it was too efficient of a machine. But Spock points out like, but, you know, in the story of Adam and Eve, like... the serpent gave them the apple and that's kind of what you've done to the people on this planet. You gave them the apple and you took them out of paradise. Gave them the knowledge that destroyed their paradise. This would have been such a fucking good conversation if they had right there. If that would have just been a conversation they had and then and then Kirk has the fucking nards to say are you saying that i'm the devil i'm satan i'm satan in this conversation because maybe we should um i don't know talk about who on this ship resembles satan the most 
pointy ears like yeah. Satan. Oh, I fucking hated it. Yeah, if it just would have ended at that, like, oh, um, they were in the Garden of Eden, and then the apple came, like, left it a little, like, put the pieces together, that yeah. would be fine. But to for Kirk and Bones is like, yeah, who looks like Satan? And Not then Spock me. crosses his arms and he's like, uh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. And then Kirk says, yeah, I didn't think you did. And then it ends. And it's just like, you had such a good possible conversation to have had. And you ended it on a fucking speciesist joke against Spock. And I'm fucking good. I hate it. Could have been good, but it wasn't. That's a song that we could write about this show. <laughs> yeah, like almost every episode. <laughs> could have been good, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. But it's racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it is frustrating. It was honestly like the whole, the episode on a whole, if I can step back. Yeah, from 2021. Step I'm stepping yeah. back from 2021. Yep. Okay. Me this too. could have this could have been a decent episode. It was fun. It definitely was fun. Yeah. It had funny parts. Where it laugh. had we did we had one of our first like unexpected random balls when yeah. Kirk says you're fired. We laughed. Yeah, you'll be fired. It, it's yeah. funny cuz he would have died. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it was his other option. Yeah. And like I don't know, it, it was good. It was it was funny. Like it was kind of irreverent. It was it was just yeah. out there. It was funny. Um, and you know, in like 1960, we probably wouldn't have thought that it was super racist. So you know, there was there were things working for it, but it also had things. and it had no substance. There was no, no question nothing. beyond who is Val. There was yeah. no conversation about the garden of eden really like if it is the garden of eden let's fucking talk about it let's talk about the apple let's talk about it was it right for the serpent to give eve the apple like let's paradise sarah it's paradise let's talk about sex education for people who have never had it before like no it like this episode just lacked all substance it did and it had really it, but if you are into exploding rocks, yes, red shirts dying from flower cum, mm-hmm. and people completely ignorant of all sexual education, this is the episode <laughs> for you. This is it. Yeah, if you have no other questions, this is it. Yeah. Oh, but if you works. have other questions, feel free to send them to us, and we won't know how to answer you because it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Um, I mean, honestly, this was not my least favorite episode. There's no. a lot of gaps in everything, everything, but it wasn't the worst one by far. No, there's there's been much worse, and it's okay. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Mm-hmm. We uh, we really do. Um, we love you. I think the moral of this story is: live long and prosper.